All right, welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy, and I'm coming uh, up off of a down cycle, so it's been a super productive week, and why not roll out a podcast while I'm riding on the high of joy? I recently watched a show on Amazon Prime. I feel like I'm about to be an ad, but I recently watched a show on Amazon Prime called Modern Love. And it was just kind of these different looks at maybe love in a way that you wouldn't normally think of love. And I really enjoyed the stories, actually. But there was one in particular. I kind of actually watched them out of order because some of them caught my attention more than others. And the last one that I watched was an episode with, um, oh, of course, now blank brain. And he, no, not Anne Heche. Anne Hathaway. Oh my gosh. You know, one of those actresses. Anywho, <laughs> I think it's Anne Hathaway. She played as a woman who was bipolar. And a lot of things hit unnervingly close to home for me as I was watching that episode. But there was one moment in particular where she talked about holding people off until she could show up as her best self whenever that would happen. And I really reflected on that and started thinking a lot about my friendships and kind of researching friendship and wanting to kind of do a little self-assessment about how I was showing up in my friendships and how to learn to accept myself even not at my best so that I could show up whenever somebody needed something or I needed something instead of putting people on the back burner until I felt like I was like my best self and then showing up only that way. It's like such a perfectly manicured image of yourself like I only show up when I'm good um, on Instagram but what about real life so this episode is about friendship and a really awesome TED talk that I happened to catch a week or so ago and basically just the nine points of uh, knowing if you're a trash friend so enjoy So I recently logged back onto Instagram and hello to those of you who have seen me active on there again. Um, you know, the reason I logged back on was not really to be on Instagram. I will say that Instagram is a really helpful tool. A lot of people run their businesses off of there. And so I noticed over the past three months, anytime I wanted to um, look into somebody's business and they would have an Instagram link, I had this moment of like, why? Oh, you're killing me, Smalls. Um, why don't people have websites anymore? Oh yeah, because it costs money. Why is this so much? This tool has become so easy and being back on there has already made it really easy for them me to be advertised to. <laughs> so, bittersweet. But I actually came back to Instagram because I had watched a TED Talk and I was interested in one of the speaker's content. I wanted to learn more about what she had talked about and dive a little deeper into this subject myself. 
And that was friendship. So logging back on to Instagram, I also happened to notice because I checked through to see, you know, how are my people doing? I haven't, I haven't been on here in months. What's going on with them? Because I haven't really been texting anyone if I have their number even. So what's going on with them? And I noticed a lot of people were gone. Um, a lot of people have left Instagram, maybe for the same reasons I needed a break. They needed a break too. I noticed that um, I had lost a lot of followers either by not providing content or not interacting. Um, Some of them are like connected in a group and I was like, I must have pissed that group off. And I took it personally for like a hot minute. I had to like talk myself down and remind myself that, you know, it was okay. It was just Instagram. (laughs) That if they had a beef with me in person, I'm sure they would talk to me, right? Probably not. And that led me right back to Kristen Newton. So her TED Talk is about nine ways to know if your friend is a trash friend. And as I was listening to her talk, I realized that I have a lot of trash friend qualities, but also that I know a lot of people with trash friend qualities. So I thought, I'm going to talk through these. And the interesting thing to me is that she kind of pulled the audience during the TED Talk. And the older people in the audience didn't really resonate or relate to this on the same level as the younger generations. Like, this is more of like a, a problem with those of us who are on Instagram, <laughs> who are in this age group. And there's one of them in particular that I really, um, that stood out to me as being like a younger, a younger generation thing, perhaps. Um, or at least maybe something not for me personally, but I know of young women who have had a problem with. So I'm just going to talk through the nine points that she made and maybe personalize some of them and then kind of balance out friendship. Ta-da! Podcast. So um, the first point that she made is that the relationship is one-sided, that one person is constantly pursuing and the other one is kind of indifferent. I've heard about this in like romantic relationships as well, where you get somebody who's like the pursuer and the other person the pursuee. And so you got this like push one direction in the relationship. And what happens if you let off? the gas if you stop pursuing them do they start pursuing you back or does the relationship just fizzle and die and I think that I can fall in the category of the person who can appear more indifferent um I think that for me and possibly for a lot of people it's kind of like a protection a self-protection thing where I'm like well I don't want to be, you know, too available. I don't want to show up too much as myself or then I might get rejected. So I think that sometimes it's easier to appear indifferent (laughs) or disappear um, to show that same thing as kind of a protection. But the older I'm getting, the more I'm kind of feeling like that's kind of bogus and I just don't want to live life feeling like that anymore. There's really a lot of benefit to age, (laughs) I'm realizing. Like, there's just not a lot of time wasted thinking about things that I used to think about a lot. Um, 
The second one is boundaries, not respecting boundaries. And that's a big one for me. I think that because if you've been listening to this podcast, I've talked about boundaries a lot. Um, And when I finally kind of started to understand boundaries for myself, I kind of started to understand like, this is my space. This is who I am. This is how I conduct myself. And I have learned that with having boundaries, that means you don't get to control other people and they don't get to control you. And I've had a really hard time learning that behavior. So it's kind of normal for me to let people kind of walk over my boundaries. And also for me to really like just not know how to respond. I feel like a deer in the headlights sometimes. Like I know something's wrong, but I don't know what's wrong. And it takes me like three weeks to be like, oh, my boundaries were being crossed. That's what was happening then. And by then it kind of feels awkward to be like, hey, you remember that time you did that thing? You, you totally crossed my boundaries. So spending the time with yourself to understand who you are and where you're at and what your boundaries are, and then being flexible enough with them to let them ebb and flow within a relationship, that's just tricky work. So I think that that's one of the, my, my trash qualities is more or less not having my own boundaries and upholding my own boundaries more so than maybe trampling on somebody else's stuff. <laughs> I hope. Um, the next thing was not being supportive. Oh, and back to boundaries, one more thing. I think the other thing that she mentioned on boundaries was that um, you feel like your emotional safety can be compromised by somebody who doesn't respect your boundaries. And it's kind of this like, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So if you have somebody in your life who's like coming in and treading on you, um, it starts to feel unsafe and then you start not sharing and then you start disconnecting. So anywho, uh, number three, not supportive, um, whether we are winning or not. And I think that's a big one too. You have friends in your life sometimes who are like, you're amazing. You're doing everything great. And the problem that I have that makes me the trash friend in this category is more that I only want to show up when I feel like I'm at my best. Like I don't even want to find out if people are supportive, if I'm not winning, I just want to hide and die when I'm not winning. And then when I feel good again, then I kind of show up again. And that's one of my trash friend qualities (laughs) to not even show up to be judged. Um, Treating others poorly. This was a big one for me. Um, This is something I don't think I fully understood, like, the complexities of until I started getting older. Um, And I started kind of recognizing, let's say, value. Um, So... The thing that she says in the TED Talk is respect for everyone, not just those you are trying to impress. E. So if you have a group of friends that you're trying to impress and so you're rude to a waiter, that's something that I've heard a lot about. Like it matters how you treat everyone, not just some people. But when I think about the dynamics of what's going on in our country these days. And I think about like the behaviors and treatment of people on social media. And it's like, man, there's a lot of room for improvement here on this one. 
Like we can really treat some people we don't know on the internet like trash. And we can really idolize some famous people who are not any better than anybody else. And I think, you know, we get kind of caught in that judgment cycle of thinking other people might hold more value. So that's a tough one. It's definitely something that I am aware of just because of circumstance for my own life that really can irk me. Like, I, I don't appreciate people talking down about other people just because they don't know them or understand them. It becomes really tricky for me to continue to be a part of that conversation really fast because they're still valuable people, I guess. <laughs> I think it's really easy to be like, because of what you believe is different than what I believe, you don't hold as much value. And when it comes to like political parties or something like that, like a lot of people, this is a, this is a really sticking point for me, I guess, where I see, do people hold value for you or do they only hold value if so? Anyways, that was a big one for me that I kind of watch out for, I guess, um, just because of my own personal like inner monologue, I guess. Um, the next one was they don't fight for you or with you. And this is one of my trash qualities. Um, I will not fight for you. I will let you walk away and I will be very sad and I will miss you. But I had to kind of call myself out on this one. Like, I'm, I will not fight for you. I will let you go. And the realization that I will not fight with you either. Um, I Like, oh, if we're not fighting, then that means everything's good. And I'm, like, totally willing to give up um, being understood. I'm totally willing to give up being seen for who I actually am. If that means that we can keep the peace. Because that's what I'm all about is just keeping the peace. But then little by little, I'm showing up less and less in that relationship because it's not even me who's showing up. And at some point, I can't keep pretending to be somebody I'm not. So this was a big one for me that I was like, I am trash. Dang it. <laughs> um, you are not a priority. This one's tough. The example she gave in the TED Talk was you've been texting back and forth with a friend and then they call you. And she's like, you know, are you going to stop the seven things you were doing while you were text messaging and answer that phone call or not? And one of the quotes she said, and I wish I could remember who said it, was that um, busy is not a reflection of your schedule, but, your, but that person's spot on your priorities. And that's a painful way to look at it. You know, if I miss a phone call and I don't call somebody back because I'm busy, it, I'm really starting to kind of look at what that means. Like, was I busy because I was, you know, helping my kids with homework? I'm okay with that. That's a, that's a pretty big priority. But what else was going on? Did I just not feel like answering the phone call because I was in a mood or something? Because I wasn't my best self and so I was afraid to be seen, so I didn't want to answer? Um, you know, why... Why is that person not a priority if they're calling me? Because they're making me a priority by calling. 
So that one's kind of tough. Probably not my worst ones, but you know, it was still kind of a eek to friendship, I guess. <laughs> um, the next one is actually kind of one of my favorites. Um, they won't go deep into the friendship. And the example that Kristen gave was taking her daughter swimming and her daughter playing on the stairs the whole time. And they kept trying to encourage her to come into the pool and to swim and go deeper into the water. And she said, you know, that you just can't get below the surface with some of those people. You'll go out for coffee and you can't talk about anything deep. It's all superficial. It's all just light chit chat instead of actually opening up and getting deep. And I think that, and she made the comment, but if you ask my daughter, she'll say she went swimming. <laughs> and I think that that's one for me. It takes me a long time, a long time to open up to people. And I think that there's, it's a little bit easier for me now to judge whether or not a friendship is safe to go deeper in. Um, based on how they respond to other things that are going on. Um, if something's going on, <laughs> I just talked to my mom this morning on the phone because there's this Brene Brown um, YouTube clip where she talks about empathy versus sympathy. And I watch that video all the time. Um, anytime somebody kind of puts news in my lap that I know is really a big thing, I go and I watch that video and I get my mindset right before I enter that conversation. So I can show up and be empathetic and not silver line what's going on for them and not um, like, oh, wow, that sucks. Oof, rough. I get myself, you know, prepared to be in the hole with someone while they're going through what they're going through. And I think that sometimes I'll, you know, we kind of lay things out there and you see how somebody responds and you find out if it's safe or not to go deeper because in a world of cancel culture and all kinds of other stuff it feels really scary to put the vulnerable stuff out there and it feels like we don't want somebody to see all that we want to be able to be this well manicured instagram picture perfect person without any dynamics in our life, without anything else going on. And I think one of my kind of realizations over the past maybe month or so of just kind of my own ups and downs and struggles is that I really only want to be seen as my, at my best and as my best self. And not really even giving people the opportunity to go deep. So that's something to work on <laughs> to not be a trash friend um <clears throat> number eight is that they are abusive that they are cruel or violent and this is something that I am kind of starting to really see more of in like younger generations like how they treat each other on social media and I was at the park with my daughter one day and there was a couple of young girls there all with their phones and one of them was kind of running and climbing and playing. And the other one came over and took a picture of her in like really an awkward kind of photo. And she's like, ha ha, I'm going to post this all over right now. And the other girl was so upset. And I, at first, my first thought was like, why do these little girls have phones? Because 
they weren't just playing and enjoying themselves or talking or connecting. They were obsessed with their phones. And second to that was the cruelty aspect of it. Like, how are you supposed to be vulnerable and trusting in some kind of friendship when just for jokes or for likes or for popularity, somebody will really just hang you out there and be cruel towards you. And I don't know, that just creeps me out a lot. I don't think it bodes well for these young women, especially. I I can't speak to men because I haven't walked around in a man's body recently, but for girls, it's just not like we're already a mess. Why do we need more added to that? Um, and number nine, which she says basically feeds into one through eight, is your character sucks. <laughs> that sometimes you meet someone and you think they're really cool and then they get flaky. Or you hear them gossiping a lot about other people, which then kind of is like, ooh, if they're talking to me about other people, that probably means they're talking to other people about me. Like, that's not laying the groundwork for a lot of trust, um, that they can be inconsistent or, um, one that I added to her list is, uh, the controlling aspect when people don't let you take up your own space and have your own opinions and thoughts about what things are (laughs) in the world. So, I really loved this list. I think it kind of gave me a tool list. I wrote it down in my notebook because I was like, I'm going to have to revisit this while I work on my own trash qualities. But it ties in so well with so many of the things that have been kind of catching my attention on um, just kind of like general behavior things that I see kind of going on in our country and through social media and things like that. And... I was like, man, this is a, this is a good tool. Like, you know, this is good to help you handle difficult friendships and handle yourself as you grow and start to really connect. And I think it's really easy to try to just write off friendships as like, man, I'm just not, I don't want to do that friendship. (laughs) But friendship is really important to us. You know, there's so much support and help out there for these other relationships in our lives. You can do marriage counseling and you can do things, read books about every relationship in your life. But friendship doesn't really have a support network. It doesn't really come with a guide to help you grow. And I think that as I'm starting to kind of, I'm, I feel like I'm the comeback kid a lot lately. Like things are kind of turning around. I've had like a one year recovery and (laughs) all during a pandemic. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry. And um, I'm starting to really look at my friendships a little bit more closely, not in that I'm looking at the people who are in the friendships, but the behaviors that show up in the friendships and starting to kind of recognize what makes me a trash friend and what that means. Not just like, how do I make it better? How do I fix it? But why, why is it like that? Getting to the root of what causes that behavior and looking at my own patterns so that I can try to connect more with the people in my life. 
I know that there are a couple of people that come to mind when I think of like the superficial friendships that I would definitely like to know more about and engage more with and get to know on a deeper level, but I don't know that they're open to that. And then I know that there are people who I've been in the deep end of the pool with that I'm kind of like, maybe I don't want to be this deep with you because I'm kind of a trash person who needs to fix some stuff first (laughs) before I go diving in deep again. So it was an interesting TED Talk. Again, um, it's the like nine ways to know if your friend is trash. Uh, Kristen Newton. She has a lot of content and things on Instagram, but that's all I really know at this point. So I hope that you enjoyed today's little episode about friendship. And I know I dabble on cancel culture and some of the other things, but I just hope that others will enjoy this information and maybe smelling their own trash with me. (laughs) So I'm not alone being a trash panda. All right, guys, thank you so much. And I will talk to you next time. I always feel like, and here comes the tagline, as always, stay optimistic and a little salty. (laughs) Bye.